What up? What up? Woo! Let's go, baby. What's up? Nothing, man. Nothing, man. Episode one forty-one. Oof! Welcome get it. back, everybody, to the Comic Footprint Podcast. He is Juan, and I'm Sean. And every week, we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with a drink of the day. Woo, let's go, man. It was my turn to come up with a little thotty of my own. This shit is delicious. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, switch it up a little bit and try to try to simplify it. Uh, so did a little something this week called an Irish Rose. Um, it is a Irish whiskey. So I know I looked. I was going to do the proper 12 or like Jameson, but we wound up picking this thing called Sexton, which I'd never had. It's called the Sexton. It's a single malt Irish whiskey. So make sure you just pick an Irish whiskey. This one's really good. And the price point on it is awesome. I think it was under 30 bucks for the bottle. So good price point uh, price point as well. So we did uh, actually with a tall glass, we did two shots of the Irish whiskey. We do about four shots of the, we did Starry, but you could do Lemon Lime, you could do Sprite. So Star, Starry is uh, the replacement to Sierra Mist. I don't know how I feel about that name yet. <laughs> it just sounds, it sounds like a video game character. But I get, saw all the promotions behind it recently. Yeah. And I was like, what is this Starry thing, man? Pushing but it, it makes hard, sense. Man. It makes, it's, it's Pepsi we're trying to mm-hmm. trying to push their their brand of Sprite. Yeah, basically. So, but yeah, so, so we did the Starry and it is good. I mean, it tastes like... Like right or like you know close enough. Um, so we did uh, so, so it's two shots of the whiskey, uh, four shots of that. So just double up whatever you do whiskey wise. You want to do a smaller glass, just double up on the on the lemon lime soda, and then we squeezed we juiced lime wedges and a lemon wedge. So one of each. So squeeze in and then top off with uh, it's about half a shot of grenadine, and stir it up and you're good to go, man. And leave the lemon wedges in there as a garnish. Um, but they are important because they do add some flavor. So uh, one more time, you do the Irish whiskey. So do two shots of that. If you're doing a tall glass, four shots of the Sprite or the Starry or whatever lemon-lime thing you have. Um, one wedge of lemon and one of lime. And then grenadine, half a shot of that or a full shot you know, to taste. And yeah, yeah, it's really stir to taste. It up. I think on the yeah. tall glass, we went with the full shot. Yeah, we went with the yeah. full shot on the tall glass. The grenadine, yep. Yep. But yeah, man, it's good. It's a, it's a, and, and simple, straight to the point, you know, uh, it's not bad at all, man. I like it. Look, anything red is good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so when I seen you that. give me a red drink, I was like, oh, this is about to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of. That shit could be nasty. The only shitty red drink is probably like, what's what's the tomato shit? That, Bloody Marys. Oh, Bloody Marys. Yeah, that's probably the only yeah. questionable one. But it, I wouldn't really count it as a red drink because it just looks like tomato sauce. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I can't think of anything that sucks that's red. It's all good, bro. Kool-Aid. <laughs> Sex on the beach. <laughs> Tequila sunrise. Kool-Aid with sugar. <laughs> all right, man. Hit him with your carbon footprint. Yo, uh, this week, man, I got... um, I picked my, my carbon footprint to be the the whole case with Dominion and Fox News. I have not heard this. Um, So... Dominion is a company that makes the voting machines. Ah, I know where this is going. Yep. And so, obviously, during the last election where Trump was claiming sort of like that, that the election was stolen from him and all that. Right. The whole vo- it, voter fraud. The voter fraud shit. thing. Well, Fox News sort of took it and ran with it. And, and they were talking about how there was issues with the machines and all this other stuff. But basically, they, they went out on their show. Um and I'm not going to pick on Fox News specifically for here because I think this applies to all the sort of like leaning uh, any news network that sort of leans in whatever direction. But 
they, you know, I think we all know by now it's not really news. It's sort of an opinion network. And so that all this stuff that they just kept spewing about the election and essentially kind of feeding into the Donald Trump stuff, it had no basis. But now you're Dominion and you're the company that's making these voting machines. You're doing stuff. So they wound up suing for defamation. Oh, wow. And the lawsuit was $1.3 billion. Get out. And the day that the suit was going or that the trial was set to start, they came to a settlement. And so they settled for just under $800 million. So they settled for about half of what the ask was. Wow. But that... Yeah, when I was listening to people and, and listening to analysts and all that stuff, they were talking about like there was one guy who was like a lifelong defamation lawyer, specifically what he did, and goes like, I've never seen a case that was so cut and dry, slam dunk, and that's just with the stuff that's available publicly. Normally in trial, you sort of roll out your big guns, right. like, the, oh, by the way, like, bam, bam. And so the, the consensus seemed to be like, oh, Fox is in trouble. Now, financially, they can afford it. So uh, $1.3 billion would have been about half of their 2022 profit i think for fox wow. so they still make a lot of money but i think for me the reason i gave it a carbon footprint is because what i hope or what i think this will do is these little opinion networks are gonna have to start you know you can't keep pandering to your base of sort of misinformation or lies or at least you're gonna have to be tactful about how you do this moving forward because right. this was a and i think i think there's a lot of people who are gonna look at this and go yeah maybe we should take that route it just so happens that this is a big deal because obviously it's a vote it's an election it's and people are obviously uh uh, uh it hits close to home if you think that matter or you think it was stolen and we obviously know that was like a big part of the narrative like you know they stole the vote they stole the election all seven like networks i think are just getting away on both sides they're just saying shit of just like sort right. of riling up their people but i think now you have this sort of landmark case where these guys sued and they won you now know, i wonder if you can if you can still sue if they just change verbiage if they just go allegedly these machines because they maybe it's hearsay from maybe in this case right like it's hearsay from donald trump donald trump says oh this the machines are bad Right. And then so they just kind of take that and run with it. And they and they change the narrative to allegedly the machines are back. Yeah. Which is I think it was what like a lot of people do. And I think how Fox gets away with it is some of their shows and CNN does this, too. And MSNBC, and they all do this. Like some of their shows are sort of like, you know, just some some analyst and giving his opinion and spewing all, you know, like right. Tucker Carlson just talks like he doesn't fucking give facts or whatever. Or he just picks like and chooses sort of things that will fit the context of whatever he's trying to say. Um I think what this does, though, is that, yeah, to your point, it, they could be like, you know, allegedly doing this and that, and we should really look into it. But I think as a news network, it's up to the people now to force you to go, okay, but you're a news network, so you have the resources to look into this. So what did your findings, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. like it does that, or as the people, we should hold them accountable. We're not, because I think we all know, like, we tune in for affirmation, not information. So, like, it may not, but I, I do think... And some look, money talks, man. I don't care how much money you made. 800 mil is a lot of money. And when you're talking about, OK, we have to be really careful about how we go about these news stories. It is a little obviously you still get people riled up if you go, you know, we you know, the, uh, Trump alleges that there was, you know, voting machine. Right. Uh, right. Versus oh, these machines are broken. And da, 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 you know what I mean? Like they need to go and redo those and check those machines and yada, yada, without any basis whatsoever, because if it's legit. We should absolutely hold Dominion accountable, like for this. But I think when you just go and say it, and and I think we all know, like the news now doesn't really give news, right? It's again, it's just like it's, a, it's an opinion network at this point in time. It's like you should be held accountable for that because there aren't people who are sort of smart enough to decipher the difference. Like, because you almost have to protect people from their own stupidity. Yeah, I was, just I, 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 and I was gonna say, I like, and and I don't read news a lot, but I, I have not heard of this. 
So I'm sure not not the only one. And are the people who believe that the machines were bad, are they swayed differently by the settlement? Or is the settlement just to go, uh, make it go away? Here's your money. Like, it goes away. And and, and, then, and then because they are the news network of, of choice for many people, they just don't broadcast it. Yeah, I wonder, or... Yeah, right. I wonder if they're talking about it at all. That'd be interesting. Right. Like, or how are they... How are they singing it? Oh, they're coming after us. So you know, it was it was in our best yeah. interest. To, or they or they just don't say anything. Because to me, yeah, just don't say it'll go away. Yeah, it just yeah. goes away, bro. Dude, like you said, a, a, we look for affirmation, right? I mean, yeah. I, I think we're all guilty of it. Um, I try to watch different stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I'll watch a CNN and I'll watch a Fox News and I'll watch an MSNBC, um, and then I'll watch like YouTube news stuff where, where where they're not making a, a ton of money right um just to see what what like all the information is and and you can tell a lot of it is swayed right one, one way or another um but i would say most people could cling to the the news network that you know goes with their side of thinking yeah because well and, and to your point i think this doesn't change the mind of the sort of like hardcore viewer of Fox or just like if it was CNN or, you know, whoever, like it doesn't change their mind because like you said that they're sort of tuning in. So someone just reaffirms what they already sort of think or believe. But I think a lot of elections are won and sort of the people in the middle who, who do change parties in each election. And I think that this does sway maybe people like that where they go, uh, you know, maybe I was leaning this way, but now, oh, wait, you guys are. So you were lying. You were claiming that there was an election stolen. That, you know, maybe people who are who are sort of in between go, well, this lawsuit sort of changed their mind. There's so much to hate on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's um, fucking terrible. I, I really like. Uh, I, don't I don't even, even know, know to be honest with you how how you. I know we talked about this like uh, uh, last week, maybe a week before about like the next election. I go, dude. First of all, I get. I th- I honestly think that Republicans are more behind this whole Donald Trump indictment than Democrats are because I think if you just get a conviction, he's not going to do jail time. But if you just get a conviction, he can't run for president. And so I think they're sort of okay with that now. But the other part of me goes is like, who are you going to run? Like he's the only guy in your party I think that could win right now. Like I don't think DeSantis and DeSantis keeps doing shit like this. This week he's fucking with Disney again and it's blowing up in his face. And what was it? What, what did he do? The whole Reedy Creek thing where they did obtain control of it, yeah. but now they can't sort of. Uh, there's all these like loopholes and stuff because of course Disney covered their ass. There's all these loopholes where it's like, okay, yeah, but now you have to pay all this crazy money to like maintain it, and you get no say. Like Disney still has a say in certain things, uh, and so it's okay. like it's gonna cost you billions of dollars. And it doesn't cost you; it costs taxpayers. So right. like that shit's not cute. You know, you, we we live in a in a county and stuff that we're like, well, fuck that. We can use that money for other shit. Like we're always complaining about education or whatever else. Right, it's like right. we could do that. And then there's all these other like there's like expiration dates to shit where it's like 50, 60 years away. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, sure, you can have it, but now it's like fifty years down the line kind of thing. Dude, there's all these weird. I like you got to go and read it because there's all these weird things where you're like they're pulling out all these obscure laws from like fifty years ago. Yeah, that of course were done then, but they were well thought out. And no one ever uses them or enforces them, but right. it's like they're laws. So, and Disney's sort of sitting behind some of this stuff, which I'm like, they got to be sitting there laughing their asses off. Because again, you can't be the governor of Florida like, and fuck with Disney. Do you know we got a whole building of lawyers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, that's all they do. And 
And and their lawyers, they got lawyers that specialize in everything. So they got like one for every single. You know, like most companies have a lawyer and then you have to outsource like, okay, we got this. Disney has someone who's an expert at every, you know, at like every single thing that they could possibly have, right? Like you figure they have trademark and they have eminent yeah. domain and they have, you know, like entertainment, entertainment lawyer. They have yep. everything. So, they, you know, they'll figure it out. And if not, they have access to the best ones in the world. Like, yeah. The, so they're not the people you want to fuck with. But also he's expanding this whole like don't say gay bill thing. Or, and I know that he's it expanding isn't, it. He's expanding Expanding it now was through twelfth grade. So before it was like what was it you know grade school, and then now it's six through twelve as well. But it's not so. The, but the whole like, and, and I hate calling it the don't say yeah, gay it's bill. Not really That's that. not yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. what it is. Um, but it's essentially like like don't teach. What is it like 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 don't don't teach like sexuality? sexuality yeah. I guess right? yeah. But now you're expanding that six through twelve, which. My point in saying that don't gay, say gay is that it really doesn't matter what's in it because we know again most people don't read it, don't look, don't. All you have to do is dub it that and go. Now it's through twelfth grade. I thought you were just protecting our our younger kids, right? right. You know, like so. I go. You're not going to win a national election. And I think I think, I think with that, like I think that. his purpose with that was just like, if you do it through twelfth grade, then you just then you just go. The state runs schools. We're out of yeah. That. We're out of that. Yeah, yeah. But the headline is not going to say that. Correct. And, you know, now you get that coupled with the Disney thing. You know, like, I think for a guy who had a lot of wins, it go, the problem is is that the things that are going to stand out the most and they're going to use against him against in trials him. is that. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. The, the next election is going to be interesting because we have a dead guy and whoever else, the Republicans. <laughs> so, <laughs> a dead knows, guy man? and a guy in handcuffs. Who gives a fuck? Not to get too much into politics. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. My common footprint, and I'm going to be the asshole this week, is going out to a California man from Ventura, California, who was arrested for talking to people. He, wait, what? So, this guy, Dylan uh, McEwen, McEwen, I don't know how to pronounce that, uh, of Ventura, California, was sitting outside of a Walmart, like by the door, so you could see people coming in and out. Okay. And he was make he was if they came in with kids or babies. He would look at the babies, and if they was ugly, he would tell them. <laughs> he would tell the person or the baby. <laughs> this is going to the parent or the baby. He would tell them. <laughs> this is against the law. So most people was walking in, just going like, you know, just kind of like whatever he says. You know, the guys have mental issues, or that's what he was thinking. But people were taking offense to it, man. He made people cry and shit. And so the police department got a bunch of calls because essentially what this is is considered public harassment. And so that is against the law. But you can get arrested for that? If it's against the law, bro. But can't, can't, can't you get arrested for speeding? and shit? I don't, I don't you know. You could, but it has to be to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah. and, and, and I don't. And so it didn't say that he was being like just thrown in jail. Um, but he was being sent off to a 72-hour psychological evaluation. <laughs> you think something wrong with him? <laughs> That's so, a little presumptuous. <laughs> what they said, they were saying it wasn't the first time that he's got caught doing shit like this. <laughs> That's my man's favorite pass. <laughs> <laughs> because the same thing happened to him um, earlier on and <laughs> when he was arrested over the summer because he was on the beach talking <laughs> Talking to or telling overweight folks that they needed to cover up or they might be mistaken for a whale and get harpooned. 
harpoon part for me. You didn't just call him fat. You like a. You had to take it to harpoon stock. Damn. And he said, oh, man, that's so good. They interviewed him, I guess, just real quick. And he was like, I'm just telling the truth. I may be an asshole, but at least I'm an honest asshole. Oh, it's so good, bro. bro if you can get arrested for talking shit, I'm in trouble, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Just man. don't go to a public place and do it like like unsolicited. Dude, I'm wondering. I, I've told you this story a lot before. Where I used to talk so much shit when I played baseball as a catcher. Oh, yeah. I would fucking relentless, bro. I would be sitting there in catcher's gear <laughs> just talking the whole time. And you would get kids that would complain. And the umps rule was like, yo, as long as he's not cursing, he can say whatever he wants. Or being like derogatory or whatever. Bro. You know me, man. I was running my mouth the whole fucking time. And kids would just get livid. And I would get kids trying to throw their bat backwards and hit me. Yeah. Or just like, tell them to shut up. And they would, because you just get in their head. And that was the whole point. Oh, so good, bro. But I'm like, I'd get arrested. I was saying, wow, shit like this all the time. But which one's your mom? Like, ugh. You want with a red shirt? He'd be like, oh, I'm going to guess you ain't got a dad. <laughs> Yo, the best part. How long ago did he leave? <laughs> Based on your mom's looks, it's at least four years ago. <laughs> Bro, the best part, though, I was getting, and they just didn't know, which just make me go harder, was sometimes I could hear the ump trying to hold it in and it would chuckle. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They probably to be like, this kid's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jail, bro. Fuck, man. So what is it? Does he get just charged? So he got charged, yeah, but he's being sent off to like then, a 72-hour psychological evaluation. Okay, and then he gets off and then he's probably back talking off, shit right. in front of Walmart again. But Yo, there's ever a place to talk shit, though, that's kind of ballsy. I got to give this guy credit. Walmart doesn't have the best, like, like the most reasonable human beings going in that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, like you might get your ass yeah, knocked out. Like you do that shit in front of Bloomingdale's, you a bitch. You do that <laughs> shit in front of Walmart dog. <laughs> I gotta respect it, bro. <laughs> like But sometimes people 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 you know in in those in those areas, man, they might walk in there and be like, this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and the people won't message you and they just you message crazy. you crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would do if somebody was in there. Yeah, probably just ignore him. Or talk I shit would. with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would just either talk shit back or talk shit back while I'm just keep it pushing. Like yeah, right. Keep walking. Like, yeah, like I'm not even trying to fight you because you insulted my kid. I yeah. don't really. Yeah, you call my yeah. What do you do? You call you my call kid your ugly. kid ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I probably laugh, bro. <laughs> In front of your pork. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he not wrong. I've been telling you, <laughs> do something so, about that hair. <laughs> <laughs> Walk in there. I told you to get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I just trying to think of all the shit I would say to my kids. I mean, I got the touch. Yo, so the reason why I gave him the carbon footprint is because <laughs> this guy is single handedly inspiring all of us to tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you need to be told the you truth. You know what? Yeah, you you right though. Some people do. You could you ever seen Mr. Man? I'm a I saw, like, you know when your own kids, you think your kids like the cutest kids in the world and all that. Uh, when I look at pictures, though, of my kids now, especially my daughter. My daughter's premature. She was a baby. Bro, she was fucking hideous. But I remember at the time <laughs> thinking, like, oh, the cutest kid ever. And, yeah, she's beautiful. And everybody would tell you that. And now I look at pictures. I'm like, you motherfuckers is lying. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <true. laughs> she's like a Nick and Mo rat, bro. <laughs> she grew in. She's a beautiful kid now. But, Damn. <laughs> Look at baby pictures and I'm like, yo. 
<laughs> and I'm, you sure that's mine? And everybody was telling me, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, you, I can't trust none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you said at the time, like you. I thought, thought, obviously, I'm infatuated with my daughter. Right, like, no, of it's course. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. But I look at pictures and I don't know, I'm like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Be like, I let, I let you that close? It didn't even look human. <laughs> Bro, I saw a video this week, man, of this. You ever seen those hairless cats? Yes, my daughter's baby picture. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she never hears this podcast. <laughs> I told her that, bro. You want to talk about being honest with your kid? I'm like, yo, I'm so glad you grew into this. She'd be like, why? I'm like, whoo, because it was touch and go for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to say the same thing 10 years from now looking back at photos. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> you know right? Like, like maybe funny. I'm looking at her through the dad's eyes now, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Daddy loves you, Hazel. <laughs> I do. I'm so glad you grew into it. <laughs> oh man, that's just <laughs> this uh, man, dude. That? I'm the I'm looked at as like the the asshole in my family though for being like the blunt, honest one. Yeah. So like, but I'm sure they they the people in your family probably at least to some level like appreciate that. I think so, but I but but I do get the shit of like the okay, can you not be you right, right. now? I'm like, all right, I can't do both. You want me to be honest? You want me to not be me? <laughs> <laughs> I know, those two things are in conflict with one another. <laughs> oh man, oh that's so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm just imagining this dude in front of a fucking Walmart. Dude, that's it's 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 phenomenal. Ooh, you ugly. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. But at least what he wasn't doing wasn't as bad as what that Dalai Lama was doing. Yo, you seen that story? Yeah, well, I didn't realize that the Catholics and the fucking Buddhists were in competition. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, nobody talking about does, this rivalry. One does it in private and one does it in public. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yo, man, nobody talking about this rivalry. <laughs> it's Yankees, Red Sox. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here, bro? So for those of you who have not heard, Dalai Lama was uh, taking some backlash after kissing like a a young boy and then telling him to suck his tongue. Yeah. Right? Is that what he said? Um, Now, listen, I don't want to pretend that like I know that religion or that culture and we all have different shit in culture. And so sometimes cultures clash and when something like that makes sort of viral headlines, right? It's like over here, we're not, you know, that's not acceptable. Right, you wouldn't have it. Never, if a priest told the uh, some kid, some boy, to suck his tongue, we'd be going, "Okay, here we go again." <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of wild, bro. It is, it is. But I, I wonder if there's some kind of like I did read. And I don't know how true it is that there is something with sticking out your tongue culturally that's okay, but the sucking part is new. You know I mean, like he remixed that <laughs> shit. <laughs> My man went. <laughs> He's like bounce, bounce, bounce. <laughs> that shit. But isn't the whole thing with Dalai Lama is supposed to be like it's almost like like the spirit of this person keeps switching people? I think so. Right? Isn't yeah, that the whole Dalai yeah, Lama yeah, thing? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because this motherfucker's been alive for a long time. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like this dude has actually yeah. been alive for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but yeah, but it's been passed down. He's like their pope almost, I guess, like in a sense, right? Uh, yeah, but except. Except the Catholics 
popes die right and it's not the same dude like this is like they're supposed to be like the same dude Mm. i think i didn't realize okay yeah, I don't know enough. About yeah, that. yeah. If, if if you guys are in the in, in the Buddhist community, Yo, can we like, can, can we just have an honest conversation though? Behind every religion that has some kind of fucking um, uh, what do you call that? Like the damn, I'm drawing a blank. Um, like 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 their leader or their fucking the the, the whole not having sex, uh, uh, the the celibate shit. Oh every, yeah, yeah, they all Actually, it doesn't work, bro. It doesn't fucking no, it doesn't work, work, bro. Like they all end up doing some stupid nasty shit like that's child related or whatever yep. the fuck i'm like those are related bro <laughs> the celibacy thing and these people going like suck my tongue is absolutely <laughs> fucking related bro like I, I it's it's asinine to me that we would remove like human sort of like needs and wants and, and i get again i guess that's the whole point of it right from a religious standpoint but it's like you can't fight human nature bro and so if you yeah. don't let you satisfy those urges in the way that you're supposed to it's gonna manifest itself in you doing some nasty shit like this. Like, not that it excuses it, but it's just like how how much more evidence do we need to see between the Catholics and then like this? And I, I forget. There's another one out there, man. There's another religion that it just gets. It's not as fuck, man. I'll, I'll, Wasn't it back in the day with the Mo- the Mormons? The Mormons did it right. The Mormons did it right. They did it right. They like everybody got it. <laughs> they like you. Yeah, the yeah. Mormons. You could yeah. have seventeen wives, and right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, cool. But which again? You how many Mormons you know child molest? Name one. I don't know. Prominent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure it one. happened. I'm sure there's but, one out there, but yeah. <laughs> like you don't see that shit on the news right. every week. You know, like it's just. It's, it's, listen, all I'm saying is we need to look into the protocol. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> let these, let these folks get some stuff, please. Yeah, for, listen, bro. Or they end up the wife of an Oklahoma police chief. Uh, Do you see the story with her, man? Listen, she out here playing Dalai Lama this week. Actually, no, at least she aimed a little higher. But actually, no, she it was like a fifteen year old boy. You see, just told, she's a substitute teacher. Uh, I gotta get her name, but substitute teacher in Oklahoma. Her husband is the police chief of the town, and she gets caught uh, fucking around with a fifteen year old student, sending him lewd pictures, uh, asking him to do shit with her sexually. Uh, I think they actually did wind up doing some stuff. Um, or maybe it was mostly pictures and writings and shit okay. through Snapchat. Ah, so that's uh, it. It, does it. It goes away on Snapchat, right? Yeah, the whole disappearing. Yeah, but you can subpoena <laughs> Snapchat. Uh, so okay. I think that's the knock on Snapchat is like it goes away for you and I. Yeah. But if you ever had a case, you can subpoena the servers to Snapchat and they oh, have okay. everything. Um, doesn't um, doesn't fucking Instagram or Meta doesn't Meta. They all have dis- yeah, yeah. Oh, no. and they all, no, no, uh, not Snap, but they all have their own disappearing message features. Uh, but this is why oh, no, Snap, Snap has its own. Um, they're, they're public, right? Yes, they're a public they're public, company. Yep. And then I, you see, I don't know if you know, Snap has an AI chat thing too that you can just chat with. Like, if, oh, really? tend to be a person if you want to talk. Like, so you want to talk back and forth, like through Snap. Snap has like a new AI thing that you can just talk. Oh, about, that's cool. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, that. But uh, anyway, this teacher used this shit to, to talk to like a 15 year old boy through here and then trade pictures and do whatever. Uh, but the crazy shit is, I'm like, damn, you, so you're a substitute. Your husband is a police chief. You, what, what, what happened between you and this kid that you just was like, <laughs> dude, or what's not happening at home? Where right where, where you're looking for that, dude? But I'm looking at her. She could have been fine at any bar. Like she's not like her. Her name is Emma Delaney Hancock. Dude, but don't you think that that you go for kind of like I don't want to say what's easy, but 
people typically go for what's attainable and then what they have access to. Yeah, but for women, isn't that like everything? Like if you're as yes, long but as you're they don't not, think they don't think so. I would say that I would say that a lot of, a lot of women don't feel that way. Yeah, because I would say, dude, as a woman, the most hideous woman can get laid anytime she wants to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Men can't, right? Like, like you right, can't be an ugly man and get like like laid, but you can be an ugly woman and get laid whenever you want to. Yeah. So like, and then you're seeing her. She's not hideous. She's pretty, and this is a mugshot. So you're like, all right, if you look pretty in a mugshot, you probably look okay cleaned up. Yeah. What's wrong with you up there? She got to be Catholic or mm. Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was inspired by the Dalai Lama. <laughs> and and again, man, with the with the whole like 15 year old boy, like good for you, bro. Yeah, him. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't let one of these substitute teachers that 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 look good get you know push up on one of my sons. <laughs> Would you be mad if they told you? No, bro. I mean, I I, I listen as a parent. Like, I want to say yes. But, like, I get it. No, no, but I mean, like, would you be, if they told you and then you had to tell their mom, because obviously then the mom's going to turn the teacher in, would you be mad about that? Like, would you be disappointed a little bit in your kid if he turned in the teacher? Yeah, I, I think that I would be, like, if he came to me first and if everything was okay, I would probably be, like, just just don't say anything. As a 16-year-old. Yeah. But, but if he comes to you and says, like, yo, like, I'm really, like, this is messing with me, like, I can't. Stop thinking about it and that, and then then you, I think if that's the case, then you have to go. Okay, as a parent, it's my duty to 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 report her. But if he's just like, I don't know, like feeling maybe just feeling bad about it, but but not really. You yeah, know like, what I mean? Yeah, like he came and he was like, "Dad, this habit, yo, it was awesome." Right. I, I feel kind of guilty. I feel kind of guilty. And then 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 yeah, I'll be like, "All right, man, just." It'd be interesting to see, man. Like what? Because you know, like we we. I would say, like, just just don't do it again. Like, I think about myself Stop. at 15, 16. I would have been just fine with that, right? But I wonder psychologically, like, does it do... Does like, it mess with you? Like, does it mess with you? Like, it has to, it's to some extent, right? Like, you would think it, it definitely does. I don't know does, why, but, but was it any different than having sex with a, with a, with another 15-year-old? Oh, at 15, being a 15-year-old boy? Um, No, probably not, I guess. I guess it depends on how you viewed yourself. If you viewed yourself as powerless in that scenario, then I guess. But... Right. Yeah. Like, like if you viewed yourself as like, yo, I didn't, I, I don't feel like I had a choice because she is a grown up. But at 15, 16, at least for me, I, f I felt pretty capable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like I, I, I yeah, feel like, like I could fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As a yeah. boy. Right. Right. Yeah. As a boy. Yeah. And it's interesting, right? Because if it was a man and the and the girl was, we would be uh, like, be like I would fucking murder. Like, yeah. If I, right. if there was a, this is a teacher on my daughter's side, I would absolutely. Yeah. But now that's but always not, a tough. Like you said not 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 from boys because, like you said at. Even and I even see my my kids now. They're, they're, my 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 twins are fifteen, and the way that they act and things that they say, you know, like I don't worry about them getting raped by some woman teacher. Yeah, like you like, know what I mean. Like that, like it's not gonna happen. If if it happens, it's because they wanted it to. Yeah, that or does the position of power right? Or, or uh, oh, it's an adult. It's a grown up. She can't force herself onto them, but she could. You feel like you have to almost respect the institution, and so you have to sort of do, you know, like the adult. Listen, we we have fights every week about respecting the institution. <laughs> so, nope. Let me play devil's not advocate. My... <laughs> <laughs> I, nope, not in not in my house. 
<laughs> Joe Rogan like, has a great bit about this shit too, man. Where he's just like, you know, like uh, there was there was a story a while back about a teacher and then like basically a bunch of the students were like running trains on this lady. Oh yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. yeah, I don't remember that. And he goes, you know that all the dads are going around like somebody told and they were like, which one of you bitch asses rad? <laughs> <laughs> Be like, you told your mom. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Why did you do that? Why would you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I feel like we have too many of these stories now. (laughs) These teachers, these teachers are the new school shootings. (laughs) Maybe they're just trying to prevent these. (laughs) Dude, the fucking the the mass shootings, bro. I saw something this week. There's a hundred. And 63 so far. That's why I solved it, by the way, but nobody comes to me for the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why I find that, I mean, that's crazy, right? It's more than more than um, the days that we have in the year so far. But it's like, so first of all, a mass shooting is four or more people. And so that's, it's one, it's, so it's, it's just. Four or more people? Yes. Okay. Four more people. And then it's like, it's just under like 1.5 mass shootings a day is what it averages out to that's crazy that's man. fucking that's nuts pretty dude. High. that is the american way though like that is literally like the most american thing the, no other country even comes close right like is there anybody else in the double digits even like year to date oh man like, they're, I, they're, they're, they're probably i wouldn't imagine it, there's not but i don't know yeah dude i feel like because i i got an answer i got a solution to the whole mass shooting thing bro like if you and this won't solve all of them because you know people are a little fucked up and so maybe the, the, right, the right. element of surprise is part of it but <laughs> i think you should be able to be like yo i want to fuck some shit up i'm not mentally all there i got a bunch of guns you should be able to register and then what we do bro is we take people on death row and we put them in these scenarios you set up these role play scenarios like, oh what you do you want like do? fucking um like like uh, the purge or some shit or, yeah what's or that or other hunger game hunger game yeah. that's one thing. it's exactly that you do some hunger game shit you go what you want you want to shoot up a supermarket and you set up a scenario where all these prisoners are like pretending to shop in a supermarket and then you let the fucking mass shooter go ape shit but we got to televise it we make it entertaining bro just like hunger games the caveat being the prisoners don't get any weapons, but if a prisoner survives, so only one person can leave the room. Presumably, it's going to be the mass shooter, but if a prisoner ends up killing you, then he gets time off his sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, but, is it, but, if, but if you're death row, what time are you getting off? Huh, then, like, then, do you actually get off of death row? Yeah, so maybe you go, now you're off of death row, it's life. And then maybe you sign up and do do it again. It's like, yo, we take out 25 years or whatever. Like, instead of life, Dude, now you're down to People 20. would be cheering for him. They'd be making, <laughs> making money on social media. Yeah, it'd be wild. I'm saying, look, I solved mass shootings. I solved the whole thing with people on death row for 30 years and us wasting taxpayer money. I added another element of entertainment. I'm betting. Look at Tax this, dollars. Tax dollars is going. Listen, uh, vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I'm running for governor. I'm Pedro. <laughs> How I, or and you could to, to spice it up a little bit if you have a life in prison you could decide to subscribe to this too be like fuck it I'll be part of this mass shooting like thing and then you just let go these people get it out of their system and they go back into society it's like the purge bro just once a year just let them sign up for some shit like Dude, this I would <laughs> I would imagine something like that like if it's televised and then there's somebody who you end up like oh shit like this guy made it and now he's off a of death row. And then, the, and then he goes for another one. And like he becomes like this, almost like this gladiator. Bro, like the LeBron fucking... James of fucking prisoners? <laughs> <laughs> of Hunger Games prisoners? Of oh, Hunger Games prisoners. <laughs> 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 bro, my man, he ain't got shit on. Bro, you just start ruining, you got trading cards and shit. 
This motherfucker got to jail with deals. <laughs> he got an endorsement. He got a sneaker. <laughs> he got a sneaker. Fisker knives and Who'd shit, it? giving them. <laughs> Bro, I said, you just because you know there's some people who like have this urge. There's some people who snap and you can't solve this. But you go, maybe you have these places. Like, yo, if you snap, come here, sign up, and we'll let you get. Like, you know, they got those anger rooms now where you can go in and just smash shit. Yeah, just throw people in that shit. Bro, so one of my sons wants to do that. Yeah, I'm not really sure why. It just you just let it out, bro. It just, you just, yeah, that, this shit to, does look like fun. I mean, it's not like for me. I, there's nothing yeah, appealing like, I don't for want, me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have that. Like, I don't have this aggression gene in my shit, body. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to break shit ever. It doesn't do anything for me. But I'm like, yo, for some people it does, man. Like, listen, man, we we need to do a Hunger Games. Those are prisoners. You let people sign up for some mass shootings, and then you solve it, bro. Let them get it out of their system. You, you could we could set up a school, a supermarket, a concert. We do role playing. It'd be like going to laser tech. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all prisoners on death row. Bro, imagine that. The laser tag scenario where the shooter, there's one person with a with a real gun. Mm-hmm. And everybody else has everybody lasers. Else has, yeah, lasers. But you don't, and they and just, you don't know. You don't know. Dude, you can make this so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. <laughs> and we get that 163 down to about 100 just by doing this. It's a win. <laughs> And we probably kill off, you know, how many people die in 60 mass shootings or 250? So you go, hey, we could kill 250 people on death row, save some money. And you don't have to worry about spending like lethal injection shit or getting sued or doing the whole thing, man. I'm just saying, there's solutions out here, people. <laughs> Dude, let me get into this shit, man. So uh, this week, DeMar Hamlin. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. DeMar, right? DeMar Hamlin, for those of you who don't remember... A uh, Buffalo Bills player, which I'm not even sure he's part of that team still. Cause I saw, yeah. I saw, I saw a comment of it was like, "Who's gonna sign this guy?" Oh, but I don't know oh, that's right. Expi- okay, I don't know that's right. So, Buffalo Bills player, um, pretty much lo- like almost lost his life on the field. I mean, lost it. He yeah, lost it for like a yeah, second, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, was was revived, taken to the hospital. Um, anyway, he has been cleared. He has fully recovered. Been cleared to return to football activities. Also, Tua Tagovailoa, which is the quarterback for the for the Miami Dolphins, um, over the offseason has contemplated retirement because this guy has got so many concussions. Um, he decided against it, um, to, so he is going to return. But it just begs the question of, for both of these guys, like, when do you know to call it quits? And from a football perspective, like, right, if, if I'm going, and, and, and we know, we all know DeMar Hamlin's uh, injury slash, you know, like, micro death. Like, it was, it was a perfect hit at the perfect time in the perfect spot. Yeah, I actually feel better. And I, listen, I don't know how these guys feel personally, but from an outsider's perspective, I had to choose a scenario. I almost feel better going back as DeMar Hamlin than I do about Tua. Because yeah, DeMar Hamlin, like you said, it was such a freak. Like, the chances of that happening again. Although, I'm scared, um, obviously, because it has happened. And, right, like, there's got to be an element of fear in there. But also, like me, the way I think, I am like a numbers, like a statistics yeah. person. And I go, okay, statistically speaking, the chance of that happening again. Yeah, it's never going to happen are, again. It's never going to happen again, right? Because it never should have happened the first time. So, right. like, you already, that, that's lightning twice, right? And, like, so I feel better from him. Whereas Tua, the next concussion is inevitable. It's not. It's not if. It's, it's, not, it's you're when. getting another concussion as a right. You're gonna get like yeah. So 
and it, depending on how you know g- given all these studies of like the cte shit given like the quality of life like you're seeing less and less of these guys make it you know past their like mid 50s or early 50s in the nfl because yeah it's like, like they end up killing themselves and killing in themselves and it's, it's sad man so you go what happens to a guy like like him who has these documented like really massive concussions and then some of the hits didn't even appear to be that bad and maybe he's just more sensitive to it than, than right. other people right and you just go man what's that quality of life like at 45 50 55 60 which is still relatively young right like you yeah. go man what's that quality of life like what am i trading for that I feel like, you know, to your point about how do you know when to call it quits? And in, in this specific scenario, you would go, I think you'd have to think about what's the risk reward? Like, what's the, the reward playing another year, two, three, four, five versus what's the risk? And you go, is my life or my life post football, which realistically speaking, maybe past 35, 36, I'm done. That's a lot of life left to live. Man. Yeah, but I don't think this guy goes past 30. No, but I mean, how, how old is I'm, he? I'm talking what, about what like, he, like, like 24, 24, but I'm talking about like an average NFL quarterback. Like you yeah. go, yeah. So if you know the 30 is even worse, right? So if you retire at 30, let's say because of everything and now you put your body through another three or four years of this abuse, man, 30, you live to 80, whatever, you know, like that's 50 years, probably with a shitty quality of life. If you even get that far, if right, you don't off yourself far, before right. then, or you don't get some degenerative brain disease or, you don't, you know, like. That to me is tougher than Damar Hamlin, the heart attack thing, because I go, yo, the heart attack thing was just so specific it's and freak, so freak. Right? Yeah, like, but I wonder, like, I think if I'm Damar Hamlin, it's always in the back of your mind. Um, and then, like, for me, I would just be like, man, if it happened once, like, it could happen again. I think I would probably walk away and just do something else. Yeah. But then again like how hard is it to walk away and do something else and then what is that something well else? when i'm looking at his contract man he's still under contract yes okay. it's a four-year 3.64 million dollar deal he's Which not, is not crazy it's, it's not crazy it's not chump change either but it isn't money that he can't get as an analyst right like you go as a good analyst working for espn and now that he sort of has that reputation and he has that hell you could go work at the front office for the bills and probably make 500k a year 400k a year and i mean that's not what you're making now but it's close enough and you'd be okay like you say you don't have to worry about yeah but then again like what skill set do you bring you know what i'm saying like you can't you're not gonna make 500k a year just because i feel like this kid is gonna be one of those like because of the scenario and what happened to him if you're the buffalo bills you almost make him something for life oh okay like you know what you know you know how how, like magic you know still employ like nick anderson or like you know there's teams that just employ people i think for the buffalo bills this has become like one of those guys where you just go you know, maybe I'm wrong, but like I, I feel like this is one of those where you go, he always has a job here if he wants it in whatever capacity, whether he's maybe he's an assistant coach, you know, for, you know, DBs right. or special teams or whatever. Like you go, you, you're maybe you're not giving him a high profile job, but you go, I mean, he wants to make six figs coaching. Cool. Like we, we've got that. Um, bro, but it, it, but if you know, to, to, to that point, like you, going back to like your question of like, when do you know if you're these guys, I guess if you still have that passion, like you see this with people who are either like smokers or drinkers and all that stuff. It's like, if I'm going to go out, I might as well do something that makes me happy. Then I guess, you know, for in both of these scenarios, you could go, well, at least they're living their life and they're, they're doing their thing. They're happy. I think the one the the reason the the Tua thing would bother me more is because like I'm not going out instantly doing something that makes me happy. It's going to be a prolonged torture. Right. Like if you end up getting some kind of brain disease, it's like that's not going out. That's not like an instant. You know, like the more hammers, like if you have a heart attack and it's instantaneous, it's like this. It's like blink of an eye. Boom. Over. If you're too, uh, you're talking about decades, potentially yeah. of just a miserable life. That's harder for me to wrap my head around. 
but you know to go against your ego and that competitive spirit like that that drive that you get i guess as long as you still feel that it's probably when you should I just wonder man like from from a from tours perspective knowing that you're going to get another concussion like it's not even a question like it's oh, earlier like it's, it's not a question of if it's when why would you take that chance i mean and and, and you, somebody would might might say Oh well, it's for the love of the game. Like he just loves what he does, and he hasn't fulfilled. You know, what, what is it in, in the league? What two years? Yeah, maybe, maybe three, three. Maybe, maybe three. three. Yeah. So he's twenty four, twenty five. Does he have kids? I know he's married. I don't. I don't know. He, oh, he is married. I'm pretty sure he's married. A, so, and I think this factors into this too because I think not having kids. I think your thought process is a little different there because you're still in that selfish mode. And I don't say selfish in like a shitty way. I yeah. mean, like you don't have to worry about anybody other than yourself. Right. And so I think you see this a lot with people who don't have kids. It's like, you don't, your thought process is different even when it comes to yourself, right? You're not as, you're, you're probably not as, um, like I know for me, for sure. Like when you think about kids, you even almost start to take your own health more serious because either you want to be there for them or you want to make sure that you can provide for them or protect them or take care of them or do you know like do the whole thing. Like your decision starts to become more of like me and them versus just you. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this, I think having kids does change this. Like you start to go, well, fuck, do I want to be able to you know take my son to go play football right, right, or right. do this or do that or that? And I feel like something like that would change that perspective i think maybe he does retire i don't know yeah, I, I don't know dude dana white had a great and i'm like and i feel like you could apply this to football he was talking about masvidal walking away yep. and 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 dana white was like this is so dangerous to do at like mma he's like the minute you start thinking that maybe you want to retire you should absolutely retire because oh, you sense. could die in there and i'm like makes sense and i feel like you could apply that to football where you go the minute you have to think about it i feel like it's time to go like the minute in football but for uh, no it makes that makes total sense so how do we apply that to like regular jobs and careers? When is it? When is it time to call it quits? I think that I feel like before you answer, I feel like a lot of people get essentially like locked into jobs and careers, and then go, okay, well, I have to work until I'm sixty-five or whatever the, the time and age age is now. And then you just, <clears throat> you know, if, if you're making decent money where you're at, people just stay even though it may not be the best work environment or they may not be totally happy. And then, fuck, man. And at the end, it's just like you retire at 65, 67, whatever it is, and then you're too old to do anything else or, or unless you keep yourself in, in, in great shape. Or you could be in great shape and still fucking pass away six months later. Like, I just wonder, like, what is the best, like, like what are the signs of when it's time to call it quits? Dude, I think, and you can apply this to every scenario, not just work, but anything, a club, whatever. Like, when more times than not, you're not looking forward to going to do what you're about to do, I feel like it's time to walk away, right? Like, if you wake up for work and every day you're like, I don't want to go to work. It's probably time to stop. You know what I mean? Like, if not that job specifically, at least that place or that place specifically, right? Like, you know, maybe that doesn't mean retirement, but that definitely means you need to go somewhere else. Like the idea that you would wake up and force yourself to do something that you don't want to do every single day is wild. We all have days, right? Like you're going to have a day or two here and there. But I feel like if there's five days a week and three out of those, you wake up and you're like, I don't want to go. It's probably time to go. And I think you can apply that to everything. If, if, you know, if it's like, 
you know, uh, something you volunteered for, if it's a club, if it's a relationship, if it's anything. If you wake up and more days than not, you're like, I don't want to be here. It's probably time to go. You know, like, so for work, for retirement, I think if it's not bringing you joy or anything, like if it's not bringing you joy anymore, if you're like thinking about like, if I could get out of this today, I totally would. It's probably time to go. You know, like, dude, if we were doing this pod, man, and you think about like, if we did this every month and three out of those four times we did this, you were like... Man, this is boring. Oh, this sucks. Yeah, so whatever. Right? I'd be okay if this got canceled. Like every once in a while, you might be like, okay, the, like I needed that day. But if you feel like that, like every time you're gonna do it, or three out of the four times, it's like eh, it's probably time to maybe stop. It's time. Yeah, like I, 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 and I think that's the. I don't know. Maybe the the happy. Maybe that's oversimplified. But like the happiness indicator is like, are you forcing yourself to do that? Yeah. And if you're forcing yourself to do that, I feel like that's the answer. It's like, and the other, the other piece is that some, sometimes people are in are in jobs that where, where they where they make enough money to support their family. And I and I can really gear this towards men, you know, men and fathers, right? That that you make enough money to support your family, and then you go, man, I don't want to do this anymore. But then it's like, well, if I don't do this, then what does that mean for my income? And what does that mean for my family? What does that mean for you know my my bills that I that that we have and all of that the, my lifestyle and my and my kids' lifestyle my wife's lifestyle right so it's like the the when you have to support other people sometimes you make decisions that you wouldn't make on your own yeah no that's that's a fair point man like I think that uh, yeah and this and this is it's funny man because this gets lost there there's this there's a huge disparity between life expectancy and men than in women and a lot of this gets like it doesn't get studied enough or there isn't enough attention paid to it because it's all it almost gets uh, sort of shoved in the boys will be boys thing right because you think about like you know more men die in car accidents it's like okay it makes sense like we tend to take more risks when we drive and yada yada, yada. and uh maybe like freak accidents or, or drownings or whatever right but if you if you take that even deeper man and you eliminate some of those things men are four times more likely than women to die by suicide Men are Is that right, man. Four yeah, times, four times more likely a man will kill himself over a woman, and that a lot of it is that like that that suffering silence or you know thing of, and more times than not, when a man commits suicide, people go, "Fuck, I had no idea that guy was even sad," because to your point, you kind of just like you know shop up your boots or whatever and go. You don't talk about it. You're like, man, right. I gotta support this family. So more times than not, when, when when there's a suicide with a woman, a lot of people will say, and this is like statistically true. It's like. They sort of the, they had indicators. There's a lot of times with men that they're like, man, I had no idea. Um, wow. For whatever reason, you know, obviously we know heart conditions, all that other stuff. And again, it's like, oh, men don't go to the doctor as often. They don't do that. And right. And so there's a lot of things you need to address psychologically because it's true. A lot of us don't go on time. So we don't get diagnosed on time. And so we do end up getting. That makes sense, bro. I never go to the doctor. Yeah, same. Like, like there's some things that I found out when I went to the doctor because of some other shit. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I found out, you know, like, like my blood pressure or whatever. Like, and it was like, oh, I had no idea that was an issue. Dude, and then it's I'm like, glad that my, like, the, the, the insurance at my workplace requires that i go get like blood work every year and then i get the report that says like oh here's your blood pressure and here's your freaking cholesterol yeah, otherwise you would and never or, go i would never go dude just the blood work alone is like and it's funny that you say the blood work thing because that is actually a thing that's come up in studies where they're saying the blood work for insurance and the blood work there's another thing where they force blood work um in, in men, I think it's all insurance, but it's like either health insurance or life insurance and all this stuff. It's almost like some of those things are there by design that way because they know you won't go. Uh, and, okay. and so for Makes men, it, it almost becomes like preventative. 
Uh, but there, dude, even something like COVID, if you get COVID as a man or woman, same exact, like, you know, whatever, like the demographics, age, whatever, blah, you're more likely to die as a man. So like, there's all these, and and I find it hard to believe that a lot of this isn't driven by sort of like what we were talking before, like stress and the levels of cortisol in our bodies and all this, like hormones and, and all that, that sort of come with being or putting that pressure on yourself of like, no, I got to suck it up and do this and all that. And yeah. I think that is like, it's something that does beat up on your body and, and it does like wear you down after a long time. And I think inevitably it does compromise your immune system and all this stuff. But I think it's also not something that's talked about or studied or whatever, because it's like the narrative becomes, well, you guys get paid more than women, which is now no longer true, by the way. Then you get, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, women have actually passed men in most of the giant metropolitan cities. Women Is make more right? than men. Yeah, but like in most of the major American cities, women actually make more than the men now. So we've, we've almost like overcorrected the other way. I think we're just going to offset for a few years and so it's even. But then like... You like I, I think it's just not cool or whatever to sort of talk about like the disparities between like health and men and women because again I think it just chalked up to like boys will be boys yeah. and maybe society of how we look at ourselves and you listen we're guilty because like you and I like we both like we don't go to doctors we don't do that stuff so we're equally as sort of guilty in perpetuating this state of yep. what it is but it is something interesting man that you just go like why you can apply to the whole like to a thing or like when knowing to quit thing and all that it's like that how how do you even undo that mindset so that you can make a decision like that that's good for you yeah yeah i think that that i mean you can apply to anything right like when's the right time to leave a relationship when's the right time to cut off a friend or to, to to distance yourself from from family members or people that are toxic to you right like all of that like it's like when is the I, I don't know, man. I, the we, friend stuff I got good with, man. Like the really? other people, even family members, man. I would say I've got really good at like, yeah, I'm not like, I'm bad about keeping in touch. Period. Yeah. So same. So, I, so it sucks for me, man, because I go like, oh wow, like, like I really love that person, or I really like that person, or whatever, and I and I don't reach out if, if I don't see you on a regular basis. I'm I'm really bad about reaching out. And I always wonder, I go like, man, do am I looked at as like the asshole? Because I don't. I think for guys, it's normal though. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, cause I'm like, to your point, I'm the same way. I'm shitty about keeping up with the ones that I like. So cutting off the ones that I don't like is really easy. Mm -hmm. And then, but I've gotten better at that as I've gotten older where I'm just like, nah, that person's kind of draining to be around either because they're always just pessimistic or negative yeah. or, or just up to no good or whatever. You're just like, I'm not picking up the phone when they call or text or whatever. I just won't answer. And I've done that with like some family, like mostly extended family. My close family is pretty good, but like some extended family, man, like I just won't talk to them. Like I've got people who I straight up just won't answer their messages really? because they're just draining. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to like, you know, we all have the family that complains about the same shit all the time or just, and I'm just like, Nah, it's just like it's draining. I don't want to be around that. Like, I, it's definitely not how I want to choose to spend my Saturdays hanging out with you. Like, you know, after doing the other shit that I don't want to do all week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just got done with doing shit I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I've been feeling like that lately, man. Where it's like my weekends. I used to never. And sorry, let me take a step back. I didn't. I've always looked looked forward to weekends. I mean, weekends because you get to just do whatever you want. Um, but my, but my weekdays, I've never like gone to work and going other than the bad days here and there and going like, oh man, like I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't do that. Um, but I've been finding that more lately. 
Dude, because it, it would, like, if you're, and we all, we all know those people who live for the weekends all the time. Like, I think we all have periods where that's the case. If you're one of those people who lives for Saturday and Sunday all the time, dude, that means 30, like, 60, over 60% of your life sucks. Yeah. And you're looking forward to this, like, Which that 25 sucks, to 30%. That sucks, man. And, I, and those are the things where you just go, man, if you're living for Saturday, like you yeah. got to make some sorry, changes, man. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Like that's just like I don't know. You know man. what? Maybe that, and maybe that's part of it, right? Maybe like if you go, like, yo, if you're living for the for the for the minuscule part of your life, then maybe you should be looking at the the bigger part of your life and and making a change. Yeah, like one of the things I never understood. I'm and I'm sure this happens to you. Like working in corporate America, man, where you get the whole Monday thing. Oh, I get the Mondays or like yeah, thing, I, never, just I like, just never get. That. I was never one of those people yeah. either like i have days where i'm just like oh fuck the weekend wasn't long enough or whatever like yep. you know y'all have those moments but i also talk to people where every monday it's like oh yeah i'm dragging you know it's another monday and i'm just yeah, like right. it's mon- uh it's monday it's monday and i'm just like i don't know what that means bro like i'm just like i, I you know like I, I get it but again if i felt like that every monday i feel like man it's time to do something man i don't and listen we've all gone through periods in our lives i think where that was the case but yep yeah all right man what how, how we doing on time listen man we're 57 minutes in god look at us go man it's, uh, dude nba playoffs man yo uh hi fuck man i don't even know well, where to start with that they've been okay. entertaining i mean there's two that are gonna be i love the, first, the first round is dope but the first i normally hate the first round yeah. and i've been sucked into a couple series man yeah so right i mean right now golden state and um sacramento and sacramento that's a great, great. series um the miami new york is a great series cleveland um, new york sorry. cleveland miami sorry, sorry. milwaukee yes yeah yeah both of those are both of those are good yeah um the other one is uh the lakers and Memphis, which great, yeah, which Dylan Brooks, that that dude, man, is he's a he's a really good player. So take nothing away from him. You think? I I think he's a, I think he's a good player. I think, I think he plays. I think he plays D. He's he's pretty good on yeah, offense. Yeah, he does play D. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, but the shit that he's talking. So for those of you who did not see, he called. Wow, boy. He's he talks shit about LeBron. He was like, he's old. And then he was like, ah, I wish I could have seen him when he was kind of in his prime, when he was in Miami and Fucking his crazy because you're about to see it on Saturday, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm going like, why would <laughs> you poke the bear in an interview? Like, just be quiet. Yeah, like LeBron may not be able to do that seven nights in a row. Right. But LeBron's got a night or two in him where he could just go off on your ass. Yep. And the Lakers just need to go up 3-1. And then LeBron could take off the rest of the series and they'll win one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, so, I mean, that's an intriguing uh, series. And then we got Draymond Green, who... Uh, stepped on uh, Sabonis's uh, like ribs, right? And and I saw the thing, man. And when I, when I saw it, even in slow motion, I think it was partially like partially out of frustration because he was getting his ankle grabbed. Yeah. And then I I also feel like there was something in Draymond Green's head where where he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stomp him, but I'm not gonna do it crazy. I didn't feel like it was crazy. I know. I thought the actual stomp itself and all that. I'm like, yeah, you should get ejected, but you shouldn't get suspended. No, for sure. But I also think if it was uninstigated, I think I'd agree with the suspension more. But it was definitely, I don't want to say warranted. No, no, no. But it it was instigated. It wasn't unprovoked. You know what I mean? Here's the piece, bro. Afterwards, when he goes to the crowd and starts going, come on, like, yeah, yeah. And he's looking at the crowd and he's like inciting the crowd. 
when you're in another, when you're in, a, in, in an opponent's stadium, do fans, especially after like drinking and stuff like that, fans get stupid. And I and I and I and I feel like and because Adam Silver was around when that whole what, what was it called the Malice in the, the Palace, Palace or yeah. whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, it was called. Um, who was I don't know if it was playing in that game. It was the, it was the Detroit Pistons and and the Pacers, wasn't it? The Pacers, yeah, in the NBA, yeah, because Ron Artest was on. Yeah. yeah, and and the Pacers, uh, it was Ron Artest and um, the guy who has the podcast now, Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson. Yep. They went up in the crowd and started fighting started with fighting fans. fans. Yeah, yeah, fighting with fans. And I feel like Adam got a Silver- dress code in the NBA after that, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Your shorts are too long. <laughs> yeah. But Adam Silver was around then. He wasn't the commissioner. He was deputy commissioner. And I feel like that shit still rings in his head. And he's like, you need to suspend them because it wasn't. it's not just the act. It's what he did afterwards. I hadn't even thought about that, man, until you said it. And I think that makes the most sense for this, man. I think that has to be it. Like, And I think that explaining that to Draymond would make it to where the suspension would seem more. more hey, hell, coming out publicly and going, listen, the stomp was egregious and he's absolutely being punished for that. But the more egregious part was just going into the crowd and taunting like you have to be smarter than that in an away game and you know if you're like trying to roll up your own crowd at home that's I think different. very different that's haunting an away crowd in a right. playoff game emotions are already high and like you said it could lead to especially right this year where the nba has been they've had a lot of issues with fans and and players and players calling out fans and wanting them to get ejected and it's like yeah. okay but now you're the one instigating this i feel like that would be an easier pill to swallow if the if silver did come out and just go hey man the kick was bad and all that but it was a kick coupled with the fan thing and i feel like like when you said, it, I went, oh fuck, that makes sense. He should get suspended. Then, like, like it, it, that almost for me took it to a place where I go, okay, that makes sense because the kick. When I was looking at just the kick, I went, yeah, bad, not suspended from the playoffs, bad. Right. When you coupled that in with the, you know, with the he's taunting the crowd and all that, and I thought about, it, I went, oh fuck, that's actually a great argument for that because you're right, that could lead to way worse than you just stomping this guy. Yeah. Like, that could lead to a whole scenario. And I would imagine that they had the discussion with him to go like, dude, here's why we're doing this. Don't do that shit again. And and, and I guess we'll find out because Draymond isn't shy. That's so true. Yeah, he'll, that's he'll come true. out and he'll talk and he has his pod and he does all this stuff. So I feel like he'll come out and say something. Yeah. Um. Hopefully. But, so, man, but that wait. makes the most sense to me. So 50, 50 Cent posted on his uh, on his Instagram. Oh, God. And he was he was at the game, which it was a bunch of celebrities. Where I was just like, "Where are they?" I'm like, I, I wouldn't even know how to find Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> but he posted on his gram, and he was like, um, "That he had he he told Draymond like, yo, like, what do you why you do that for?" And Draymond goes, "I'm a big stepper. I'm out here stepping on shit. It's the playoffs." <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, yo, and, and I could totally see Draymond saying that shit. He gets really like oh, emotional yeah. about the Dude, game. He's and the stuff, last man. of the like old school players. I, I think that's what yeah. I like about him, man. He reminds me of those like piston teams and Bro, not for nothing, bro. You know, like we've made uh we talked about this before on here and, and heard comments from from you know folks that, that used to watch the, the, the old school guys um talk about how the game is soft. Mm-hmm. Dude, the way these the way some of these games are going and these playoffs, like the the soft shit's out the window. I love that, man. I think oh, that's what I oh, love about yeah, so playoff I. basketball. Period. The soft shit goes out the window, but 
Bro, with 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 the sort of emergence of the big man again, which you're seeing with Embiid, you're seeing with Jokic, you're seeing with like which he like had a Draymond. phenomenal block tonight. Oh my god, dude, the block from really Embiid. Seal it. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I think it's a career highlight block, right? If they go on to the finals, uh, you know, potentially when you know, but he, whatever, that's a career highlight block for Joel Embiid, man. That's that's a like, oh, you're playing the highlight reel for his Hall of Fame induction. Right, you're, right. you're playing that block, man. Like that. What a what a play, but. I feel like you're seeing this emergence of the big man again, which inevitably means the game has to get more physical because you're seeing Jokic and you're seeing like the dominance from like Sabonis and you know Draymond and and Embiid and and, and who was um who did uh who did John Morant run into when he hurt his his, his oh um, was, was that Davis was it, I think it was Anthony Davis it was a big right? man. Or, or was it Hachimura uh, either way they're I don't both remember. one big. of the yeah, yeah, yeah one of the big, big dudes in the middle. He kept trying to come in there, and the big man wasn't letting, letting it happen. And to me, there's playoff fouls, man. I love that. You always hear that term, like playoff fouls. Like, nah, bro, you're gonna think twice before coming in here. Like, right. you should, you should get, you should. Get, I, I, you should make a guy like John Morant go. I gotta lift weights in the off season. Like, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. Like Trey Young, go. Like you're seeing it now. That Atlanta team is just getting smoked. Dude, the Celtics are scary. They are, and and a lot of that is the Celtics. But I think a lot of that also, like, you look at Trey Young. Like, I've, I've. Trey Young is, f- is a fun watch, but I've never looked at Trey Young and went, "Oh, that guy's carrying a team to a final." Like, he doesn't look imposing enough. Because even, even, even though Steph Curry is small, I was gonna think Steph. Yeah, yeah but Steph Curry's skill set is so high, Dude, that it doesn't matter. He's like a video game, bro. It's stupid. It's a cheat code, like bro. a cheat code. Yeah, yeah. It, it's Madden two thousand four with Michael Vick. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you- <laughs> I don't know if you remember that shit, but if you pick uh, those rules, you weren't allowed to pick the Atlanta Falcons in Madden 04 because it was it was fucking impossible to defend Michael Vick. It was yeah. it was so dumb. Bro, you could be running 50 yards in the opposite direction of your own end zone if you had Michael Vick as your quarterback, and he could just run and then just throw a bomb for 90 yards to fucking whoever. <laughs> and, and he would, or he would take off and juke everybody and score a touchdown anyway. Like it was stupid. He was he was like uh you remember with um, um Tech Mobile? You had Bo Jackson? Yeah, yeah. That's what Michael Vick was. And it was stupid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's Curry in real life. <laughs> Dude, I was somewhere, and that's not recently. This is like in the last, like, I don't know, maybe two years or so. Maybe it was pre-COVID. Um, at someone's house, my son, who's never really played Tecmo Bowl, is playing against somebody else, and he's beating them. And it's and it's and he's like the 49ers, and they're the Raiders. And it's the Raiders with... Bo Jackson and and uh, um, Allen, uh, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. So they play to the half. My son is winning big. The kid he's playing against is like, ah, I don't want to play this anymore. I'm like, oh, give me the control. <laughs> so he's the Raiders. So I get Bo Jackson. Bro, I bring it all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you how I do it. Little stepper. <laughs> he was like. He's like, who is this guy? You know, but my, my son doesn't know who Bo Jackson is. I, no. I mean, he's heard his name, right? But he's never, never witnessed that. But, but, but watching, and it's really fun. So, like, watching these playoffs with my sons and watching Steph, he's the only guy that if they're within three and the clock is running down and they get him the ball, in my mind, I'm going, it's going over. It's going over, yeah. Like, Dude, it's not even a question. He is... I don't even think arguably. He is the greatest shooter of all time. You figure top three in the ball handles. And then not afraid to drive to the paint. 
And then he's like, when you watch him without the ball, it's like he's a fucking nightmare to defend because he just wears you out. He keeps running. It's a long 48-minute night, bro. It's like, um, who's uh, Rip Hamilton? Yo, you remember watching tapes of him? And I'm like, yo, I'm getting dizzy just watching the tape of him just coming off screens and passing. And come. There was a great one the other night from Curry where the dude passed and then Curry ran off and he comes off the screen and he dishes it back and they give it right back to him. Yeah. And then he hits like a layup or some shit. And I'm going... That's what you got to deal with for 48 minutes. That has to be fucking <laughs> exhausting, bro. Like, exhausting. So, I'm like, he doesn't get enough credit for, like, what he does without the ball. Yeah, so, no, you're right. If you're defending Steph Curry, you're so tired by the end of that game that he's getting open shots the whole time, even if you're defending, because you're late. You know what I mean? Like, getting there. Like, he is, you know, it's funny, man. And I I, I, I was a Steph Curry hater, like, early on. But, again, like, you just don't see these small guys succeed. Like, Allen Iverson was an anomaly in the NBA, oh, right? Yeah. Like, Allen Iverson, pound for pound, might be the greatest basketball player of all Ever. time. Yeah. He was just so amazing. And I think with Steph Curry, for me, I thought, ah, he's having a cute little run. I looked at him the same way I looked at, like, Derrick Rose. Like, those guys. I'm like, hey, it's cute. But yeah, they're going to have right. two or three years in there. Oh, no. dude, this guy and is here to stay. He's, he's been here to stay, man. And he is... Again, greatest shooter of all time, and it's, but he's so fun to watch, and he's like, I think the league is almost, I would argue he's more influential than LeBron James was to this generation, because like your kids grew up probably more with Steph, or wanting to idolize yeah, Steph yeah, over think, LeBron. Yeah, because I think LeBron was older. Like LeBron was one of the older players. For sure, but I also think there's something to do with LeBron is so physically gifted. Yeah. Like where you look at LeBron and you go, he looks like a linebacker. He's like six eight, six seven, you know, whatever, two hundred and forty pounds, and you're just like, if you're a if you're a smaller kid, like that's hard to sort of idolize because you go, you can't see yourself as that. You can see yourself as Steph Curry, right? Smallest guy on the court, quick, doesn't move, right, man, hustle. Right. Like I think it, it's easier to look at that guy and go, oh, I could be that. I could aspire to be that. That's why. And and then so then it became a every time you went to a basketball court, everyone's just shooting from half court, and that's yeah. like that Curry effect is like everyone just wants to shoot. And the NBA just became that for a long time. You do it even last night. I'm seeing Dylan Brooks. Who's not a great shooter pulling up seven feet behind the three point yeah, line, and he hit and one hit, at the end that it, clutched yeah. it. But you go like a guy like that is not shooting that uh, ten years ago. You know, like that's yeah. that whole Steph Curry effect. Where they like when did that become a good shot? You know, like, and now you're like, oh, if he's open, just pull it, and it could be three feet inside half court. <laughs> you're just like, and it has even translated to the women's game. I mean, you got you got we talked about a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. like like the women, the women are doing the same thing, man. So, dude, your your Walmart guy needs to go to the next uh, game with uh, um, the Grizzlies and the Lakers, and I think just talk shit because Dylan Brooks does like he does, that's a funny looking guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That just he dresses wild, but his face also looks like the 3D printer stop like midway. <laughs> like, like on his haircut too. Uh, yeah, bro, his hair's wild. How do you have a receding hairline with braids? I don't understand that shit. It's so wild, bro. Like I my hairline's fucked up. But I, I stay in my lane. This dude got braids. <laughs> like, how your braids start at the center of your head? It's wild. <laughs> like, and like meaning, like, yeah, it's crazy, bro. Dude, so we need your Walmart guy out there just talking shit. Like, Draymond and all these guys, just back off. Just let, let give Walmart guy, yo, somebody should give him an endorsement deal. Just sit up there and talk shit. <laughs> just make that a reality show. Just cam him up. <laughs> just, dude, speaking of talking shit. <laughs> I know you saw this, and we got to play this for the people. Southwest. Southwest. Normally, when we talk about airlines, we're talking about, like, Frontier. We're talking about Spirit. You know, we're, we're ragging on those. Yeah. Southwest had a passenger that lost his mind over a baby that was crying for what he said was, like, 45 minutes. 
right? It's the best video I've watched. Can I play it for the people? Oh, it's so good. You have to play it. I'm going to play it for the people. This man went off on this. Oh, you guys got to listen Ooh, to this. Oh, no, no, go, no, no. This is not it. This go not go it. look up the video. Yeah, don't 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 dip it to your spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't it. He's like, Southwest. Oh, wait, that's a fight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even Google shit safely no more, bro. Right? Ugh. Okay, watch This is the coldest line this, towards a baby. This video goes on for like two more minutes. <laughs> and, it talks, and, it, and it shows him landing in, in Orlando and the fucking police coming to talk to him. <laughs> but that is the greatest line. Did that motherfucker pay extra? <laughs> <laughs> That's the coldest line I've ever heard towards a baby in my life. <laughs> it's wild that he said that shit with a straight ass face. <laughs> well, he was mad as hell, bro. He was bro. fucking livid, bro. And the video in Orlando shows them talking to him and, you know, like the terminal. I don't yeah. think he got arrested either. They just sort of. I don't, I don't know, know, man, because they kind of show him walking away with the police officer, yeah. but I don't know. But how I don't know if that, that was them just escorting him to make sure that the yeah, situation yeah, yeah. didn't escalate or whatever. Hopefully. It's fucking. Kind of, I mean, he brings up some valid points. Yeah, like like you said, like yo, let's 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 bring it to right. This is a tin can, like we're all in here together. The guy's like you're yelling. Fucking goes the baby. <laughs> 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 and and yo, not for nothing. So like, if he's if the ba- he's he's like yo, I've had headphones on. I'm still hearing this motherfucker yelling for the last forty five minutes. Now you've had colicky a colicky baby. So, yeah. do you get on a plane with your colicky baby? And I don't know if this one was or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even imagine. Dude, we didn't even leave the house when. Uh, right? Yeah, I saw nah, nah, you don't leave the house because of what? 
Oh, he was a fucking nightmare, bro. You couldn't go nowhere. Because yeah. and because you felt like, yo, I can't take this crying baby. Oh, you can't now, leave the house. Now, granted, you never know her situation, well, like or or right. them or I don't know who the baby was traveling with, but like maybe they absolutely needed to. Or maybe the baby's normally fine and then the airplane experience was just not good for it. Um <laughs> that shit though, bro. This guy he's like this every time he's like, Sir, you're yelling, he's like the baby's <laughs> <laughs> I like he brings up some valid points, bro. Like, yeah, dude. Like you said, like, and, and, and you know, typically the baby will cry for just only a few reasons, right? But if they have like, if the ears are clogged, like, typically you you bring a bottle or yeah. something, and they, I don't know. You can usually parents can usually quiet down their kids, so I can I can imagine what that's like, you know, for somebody who's just going like, what the fuck is going on? Can somebody please shut this kid up? <laughs> that motherfucker pay extras. To- that's the coldest line I've ever heard towards a baby in my life, bro. Yo, but not for nothing. I mean, listen, and I, I, I don't know, obviously, like, there, there's practical and common sense sort of uh, prevails in these scenarios, yeah, right? Yeah, but bro. you go, if if to his point, if he sat there and just went, wah, the whole time, I guess, is it okay? Not, but if he had some mental illness, it is. And then, you know, like, so I, again, so this is one of those things where you're like, I see his point. It's just that common sense has to prevail here and go like, dude, you, you can control sort of your, 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 you know, like your behavior. Like like, like the kid is not crying because he, because he wants to be a no. Yeah. You're deliberately being an asshole. The kid is like, you know, we don't know what's wrong with the kid unless the kid was deliberately being an asshole. But I'm like, no, it sounded like a baby, bro. No, it sounded like that shit was born yesterday, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like a baby, dude. Which again, like you said, maybe it's the parents. You're like, ah, you should, you know, you got to think about that. But also, I you just don't know what situation they're in. So it's yeah. like, do they absolutely have to travel for whatever? You know, like, I don't know. You come in Orlando, everybody just assumes vacation. They're going to Disney. They're going to, yeah. So yep. that shit, bro, had me crying when I heard that guy's, <laughs> guy's like, we're in a tin can. But the, the fucking, the, that motherfucker pay extra. Calling a baby a motherfucker is already kind of wild, right? Like, we just agree. You caught his. You know what's funny? That shit never crossed my mind. That, that, was, that was bad. I was, I was like, that motherfucker is loud, though. Like, you. Like, how you go Samuel L. Jackson on a baby, dog? <laughs> That shit's wild. Can y'all take that little motherfucker out of here? <laughs> Can somebody put a titty in that motherfucker's mouth? <laughs> what Bernie Mac say? Motherfucker, you could use it. It's like a noun. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a person, place, right? Of a thing. <laughs> He's not wrong, bro. He's. Oh man, <laughs> that shit is so good, bro. Like, yo, how you call a motherfucker? How you call baby a motherfucker so casually like that? And then ask if he paid extra, which is a valid fucking question. Yo, should you? He probably, the, the, not for nothing, the baby probably didn't pay anything. No, it's it free. Probably right on, on the, the. But should you have to life. pay then to bring a baby on a flight if. Well, yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. But should if, there but be it, a fee for a baby? But if you pay, then what? Does that give you a license for the shit to, for it to cry? Mm-hmm. Should there be a quiet room on a plane that you could, like, go into? Like a like a bathroom stall type thing where you go, oh, yo, sure, but, but then if you have to build that into the plane, like everybody pays more. Does that bother you? Like, have you been on a flight with a crying baby? I have, um, but none that that are memorable. You ain't calling the motherfucker. 
No. <laughs> no, typically, man, like, I bring headphones. Yeah, same. And so, like, I, I can... some noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, I'm out. dude, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm good. So, like, if you have... Even if it's not noise-canceling, like, I can put on a movie, yeah. and you put that shit on loud and watch a movie or music or whatever, man. And... Dude, I was on a long-ass flight once, and I, there was a baby. Oh, like, eight hours. Oh, and long. And there was a baby that cried, and I crashed like i had on headphones and then i crashed but the guy next to me didn't have headphones and do and i as to this day i don't know why he didn't just buy the, the headphones that were offered so like whatever yeah. but I, I guess when I, he was complaining he's like fucking thing cried the whole flight and i slept the whole flight i have well i ain't hear shit i didn't know what was going on but and he's just talking about it and he's and i'm like like he had no headphones didn't do anything that time so he just sat there sort of like arms crossed like every time i saw him he was just sitting there arms crossed just pissed just pissed off and i'm like yeah, you got, you got to do something. Your first flight, bro? Like, what is yeah, going on? Yeah, buy the headphones, bro. Like, I didn't even notice that shit, man. And I do have some, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't go off like this guy, obviously, because I, I think I do have an understanding of, like, yo, kids are just, and maybe because I had a college kid, but I'm just like, it's just not in your control. No, and, and it, but, it can, but it can drive you nuts. Oh, it absolutely right? will drive you crazy. Like, I have been on a flight with an asshole kid who's like a toddler, who's like kicking my seat oh, or doing that. Yeah. I have been on, and I have turned around and been like, like bro, like you're gonna like you're watching your kid literally sit there and grab my chair and go like dun, 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 like shake it though. Yeah. yeah, dude. And they didn't and I'll they and don't I'll say there. anything. No, and I'll take it for a little bit and I go, would okay, too. the yeah, parent's gonna say something. And then like it got so bad where I had to turn around and look and look at the parent like like y'all were like, Are you gonna make me tell your kid something or right. are you? And I know some parents will be like just you say something, please. Like, I'm just sick of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the lady gave me the look like, yo, have at it, bro. Like, yeah, yeah she gave me the look like I can't control him like, or I'm exhausted or whatever. Like, and I was like, I just looked at the kid. I'm like, yo, can you stop? And he was just like, give me the look and then stop. He stopped. But I think maybe she was thinking like, if I say he not, he not going to listen, but he'll know you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that worked in that, in that, in that instance. I should not, what a wasted opportunity. But yo, motherfucker, stop shaking my <laughs> chair. <laughs> stop shaking my chair, bro. <laughs> it's the greatest shit ever, bro. <laughs> After two years old, man, you can hit him in the throat with a mouth. <laughs> Yeah, man. Talk. All right, man. Hit me up. Let finish me off with this hitman job. What is this? Yo, that, I can't believe you hadn't heard this story though, man. Like, no, I haven't heard. This. You haven't heard? Okay, so, dude, there's this guy. Uh, he so there's a, actually let me start this off with there's a fake website called rentahitman.com. Okay, and the the website is like a spoof. Uh, it, it it was like started as a as like a joke, and then. Nah, I got. I want to pull it up. So the yeah rentahitman.com is like a legit site, and it started off as a joke. And then what happened was it, it it actually lures people who really want to become hitmen. So they go on there and it becomes like a job, like like it's like job postings and people will go on there and literally be like, apply for it. Like you go on there. So they'll be like, I need somebody that. Yeah. So like and then apply for this. No, they'll apply to be the hitman to pull off the job. Oh, so, so they'll be like fake jobs. jobs. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. so what's happened is, is like, Law enforcement has actually used the site now to almost like bait potential hitmen into like going in there, applying, and then they arrest them when they're when when they pull off a thing. Like so, <laughs> when they pull off the kill, or the guy, yeah, when, <laughs> <laughs> depends on who it was. Is it the Could baby? Imagine, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the baby go. <laughs> Is it that rapper down the street? Dude, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, dude, they might be like, depends on who it is. He's willing to do it for for a pretty low price. 
But bro, there's this guy. He's, he's a is a, a former military. He goes on the site, and literally, he's a he's a FBI guardsman. I don't know what that is. He's a no, sorry. Uh, he's a Tennessee Air National Guardsman. The FBI was the one that, that caught him. So he was arrested because federal agents had responded to the ad on the on that Hitman site. And it's, again, it's a parody website. His name is Josiah Garcia. He told an undercover FBI agent that he needed the money and he thought it would be good at killing people because of his military experience. Wow. So he goes on his bro. This motherfucker had photos. He kept on putting up things about why he like. So initially he uh, like applied, quote unquote, and would and would put things and we would didn't receive a response. He would like put additional information as to why he was more qualified. Like this is the greatest LinkedIn job ever. This guy is like, no, no, no. I can kill people because <laughs> <laughs> I got this some time in Beirut. <laughs> you know what I'm Dude, like, when you read that story, I was like, that's a Marine. <laughs> Like, he's an Air National Guardman, which normally that means you did some kind of military before that, right? Like, you don't usually no, go straight no, no. National you, Guard. No, you, you can. Go? Can you? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. So then, like, yeah, dude, so he he did a, um, he, dude, they have follow-up questions on why do you want this job? Uh, <laughs> this motherfucker replied, <laughs> I'm looking for a job that pays well, is related to my military experience, so I can support my kid. Uh, my, my kid who's on the way and what can I say I enjoy doing what I do so if I can find a job that is similar to it such as this one put me in coach <laughs> <laughs> yeah my man came in <laughs> he's trying to be all he can be bro he, he, he committed to the shit bro yo and then I think I don't know if these guys got actual bodies but he essentially like it, and you know related to his military experience but he essentially like goes into how he can do it and then so meets with an agent, does the whole thing, and then asks, like, you need pictures of the body afterwards? Like, are you good? Do I just dispose of it? Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, my man was committed, bro. And so he met up with the agent, took the money, like, as a, a deposit, and yeah. then they arrested him when, when he took the deposit or whatever. Dude, I remember, like, when I first went in, like, old school Marines telling me, like, oh, yeah, like, I got, like, 10 confirmed kills. Like, that was almost like, like a badge of honor. Really? Yeah, it'd be like, oh, I got this many confirmed. What would have been the war? Well, I guess you would have had Desert Storm and then maybe some Nam folks in there, right? Like, or was that a, a Korean? <sighs> no, not Korean. Um, maybe we. I, I did have the one guy. No, that's that right. I would have been thirty years. Yeah, I had I had one guy who had went to Vietnam and then he got out and then he came back in. So yeah. when when I was early in, well, well, shit, I was only for four years. So during that four year span, I remember that guy and he had some good stories. Um, but yeah, it was like maybe a couple of those and, um, but remember we have the wars, but then there's always, remember Marines can be used for mm -hmm. a lot of shit. So there was always, uh, there was always shit popping off somewhere. That's true. Cause we always, that assume, were in wars. We always assume there's war, but actually like military, like you said, they, they, they might have, uh, hostage rescues. They might have just, you know, containing yeah, like, situations in some random village like or whatever. Like Black Hawk Down, right? Like, that was, like, that's a true story. Yeah. It wasn't a war, but it was where soldiers went in to, you know, what the hell was that? Was it, I, I want to say Haiti. That's Somalia? Somalia. That's it. It was Somalia. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they go in there and people die and you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and you're killing people as well because they were getting attacked. So, yeah, there was always, there was, there was stuff like that, 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 that went on that a lot of guys that if you're in long enough, you know, 
chances That's true. are. I'm thinking about Zero Dark Thirty where they do that, you know, the operation to get Saddam oh, Hussein. Yes, yes. Or not Saddam Hussein, sorry. No, no, Osama uh, bin Laden. Bin but, Laden. Uh, you know, they got a few people on the way, which that's to be the greatest, like, raid scene in a movie ever. The, oh, the, yeah, like, yeah. The military scene. Oh, my God, so good. But anyway, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So this guy, maybe he had some from that. Dude, I, you know, not for nothing, man. I guess there's a fine line there because if you let people be hitmen, like, in everyday life. But if you're the government, I guess... There's a need for maybe retired like military folks who do want. I would and I'm think sure so. there are, and I'm sure actually, and I'm sure there are some that are employed, like whatever. I don't know if it's CIA or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would think so. Yeah, I don't know of any, but I'm, I'm sure that shit set. goes on. It's kind of fucking wild though to treat that shit like LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me talk to you about my skills. <laughs> put me in, coach. I'm a great, but the fact that he said put that's, me in, coach. That's the name of that fucking episode. Put me in, coach. <laughs> The crazy part too is the paint wasn't even that high. He, really, it was five thousand dollars to do this one job. Ooh, wow. that's not enough. Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, but it depends on who you are, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. Fuck, five k is not. I feel like the risk. Unless here's the thing though, it's five k becomes enough if there's less risk in terms of like punishment, right? Like, and, and you know, like if you go, you're gonna give me five thousand dollars to kill somebody who's a shit human being and all that stuff, and I know I'm not gonna get in trouble for it. Like I'm gonna get away, right? Like, and yeah. yeah, and if it's somewhere where you know that they maybe maybe law enforcement kind of stays out of those areas, right? You know what I mean? Well, for the most part, care. Or, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No one will care. No one reported. The guys are freaking menace to this this area. Yeah, and whatever. There's, Dude, it's like there's you, killings here. You all know when the there's time. gang members that get killed in drive-bys or like or like you know robberies. Yeah, there's nobody investigating. Nobody that looking shit. for that shit, bro. They're just like, yeah, I'm fucking casualty thing. Good riddance. Like we we don't have to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like yeah, I could see that, man. That's fucking hilarious, bro. But yeah, I saw this guy's whole little thing, and I'm like, bro. The fact that he committed to that shit. I'm like, if you committed to that shit to the job at Walmart or wherever, you probably would have had the job by now, bro. <laughs> Maybe you should start sitting in front of it talking shit to people. <laughs> All right, man. Yo, on that, tell them where they can find us. Yo, at the Carbon Football Podcast on Instagram, the Carbon FP Pod on Twitter, Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok, uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube has us down as a podcast as well, and we got the videos up. Um, and then all your favorite listening platforms, man. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Audible, Geo Savin, Ghana, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, uh, all of them, man. So, so if you're, you know, whatever you listen to stuff to, you'll definitely be able to find us. Um, you know, leave a review on Apple. I think Spotify lets you leave reviews now as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think if you have premium. So, yeah, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Try to drinks out. Uh yeah, thank you guys for the support, man. This has been it's been uh been fun. Listen, man, I'm so glad you do that portion. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't remember half of that shit. <laughs> Give you a, a printout, a paper. We got I yeah. At one point in time, I thought I was gonna have to print it out, man. But I just, there's definitely something that I'm missing for sure. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It, yeah, it sounds like a lot. We're on stuff. If you have the app, just fucking look. It doesn't matter if it's whether it's a social or a thing. We're on there somewhere. Uh, so just look. <laughs> and as always, we appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Hey, peace.